Live from the Watch Dogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watch Dogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, you are listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watch Dogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. And good afternoon on the East Coast, good morning on the West Coast. We are here for another edition of Watch Dogs Radio. And if you have noticed our numbers, we are getting very close to our 100th episode of Watch Dogs Radio. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. You know, when we started this thing, we were just playing around. It was a little toy, and uh, we really didn't think it was going to last that long. Just thought we were going to be messing around. And here we are uh, almost 100 episodes later. And we're still going strong. We've still got a lot of following. We're, we're just doing a, a great bit of work here and just having a heck of a lot of fun doing it. Well, I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker. I am in Atlanta, Georgia, where it is a beautiful, sunny day. Believe it or not, we are getting ready here in the South for the teachers will be going back to school on Monday for pre-planning uh, here in Metro Atlanta. It's hard to believe summer's over. I know we've had a lot of time, uh, a lot of great things going on over the summer. Had a chance to spend uh, plenty of time with the kids. Guys, I hope you spent plenty of time with your kids, but I also hope that you plan on stepping inside of that school once the, the school bell rings and being a part of the Watchdogs program. Well, I would like to bring in my good friend and co-host at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas, where this whole crazy fun mess all started out there in Springdale. Chris, how are you doing today? Chris Dannenauer. Keith, I'm doing great, man. It's it's nice and beautiful beautiful here in Arkansas. Uh, expected to get some rain, I think, tomorrow. So uh, things are good. We're, we're gearing up, uh, you know, for a good fall, Keith. Right now we have a little over uh, 4,049 schools doing a, a watchdogs program. Uh, that's in 46 states and five countries, and we have about uh, nearly 300 schools in pre-launch that will be kicking wow. off for the first time this fall. So uh, we got a good jump on the fall and excited to see uh, what other schools uh, take our training and, and buy our kit and, and kick off their watchdogs program. Certainly, and of course, uh, you know, we've had a, a lot of Great opportunities over the summer to train new watchdogs schools, new watchdogs volunteers. Uh, we're talking about PTAs, uh, school counselors, uh, and I am going to bring on the boss, one of the uh, original watchdogs, our executive director, Eric Snow, who is just back from Texas. Uh, we'd like That's to right. Hi, it sounds like you had a blast down there. Man, it was a great time. I tell you, this was the uh, Texas uh, PTA Summer Leadership Conference, and it was huge. Um, we heard reports of about 3,000 people there, and it, it seemed like it. Um, they just did a wonderful job. Texas always does uh, with their conferences, and this was no exception. Uh, we went in on uh, Thursday evening and, and got set up for the exhibit hall uh, Friday morning. And we were just, we had a lot of giveaways because we were doing a special celebration because uh, we just broke 1,000 schools, 1,000 watchdog schools in Texas. We actually have 1,038. And so of those 4,049 schools that we have nationwide, 
uh, a quarter of those are in the state of Texas. So we love Texas, and Texas loves livestock. So, yeah, we had lots of giveaways. I think I gave away 200 shirts in about three hours on Friday, and then we had some commemorative uh, tumblers that they could take home with them for the kiddos to have their milk out of every day and think about watchdogs. Of course, we had a lot of bookmarks and pencils and stuff and just gave stuff away. Had lots of watchdog schools coming by the booth telling us how well their programs were running. And um, Texas PTA was gracious enough to give us a a workshop opportunity on uh, Saturday morning at 11 a.m., and I had uh, 81 uh, folks wow. in the uh, yeah workshop. It was very good. Tra- Actually, a little bit over that, we had 81 that filled out uh, registration forms as being trained. And I know we had a couple of schools that came in that uh, already had the program and were just sort of auditing because they were you know changing leadership or whatnot. But uh, man, it was great. I mean, it's just wonderful. It was, we've spent a couple of uh, several days this summer in Texas. Uh, in June, we were there for the National PTA Conference and followed up with this one. So it's exciting. I'm uh, heading to Utica, New York. Uh, on Saturday, and we're going to attend the uh, New York PTA conference there, and looking forward to that. So, and looking forward to the fall. It's going to be upon us before we know it. Oh, it sure is. And and what I mentioned earlier is that you know our teachers are uh, not happy right now because this is their last week of uh, of freedom. They're heading back Monday <laughs> for uh, for pre planning. So it's uh, oh, I bet it, you, I bet you most of them are so tired of the summer they're just ready to get back to school. <laughs> Isn't that the way not, your wife is? Is that not, what Carolyn's thinking? Not, not exactly. Yeah, yeah, she's excited. She's ready. Uh, she's ready to go. Yeah, actually, she's at uh, at the school today, uh, putting her uh, classroom together. There so, you go. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. Chris's and, wife uh, has been doing the same. See, we've got two guys here that their wives are educators, and so you guys mm-hmm. really do. When we say we have our thumb on the pulse of the educational system, we're not just kidding. Oh, I know. <laughs> you guys are uniquely qualified. Uh, and Keith, here, here's the deal: where, where your wife might have one room to decorate, my wife has three, so uh, to keep up with. So, uh, yeah, we got a busy few weeks coming up, uh, preparing <laughs> for, for sure. the uh, fall semester. <laughs> That's for sure. I love it. And then, of course, uh, you know, I had a chance to go to Georgia PTA here uh, just. Uh, about a week and a half ago, that was a we had a great turnout there. Uh, a lot of people that are you know real interested in, uh, in in ready to get the watchdogs program. The only problem is with that workshop, the power went off about halfway through. So oh my. we had to uh, we had to supply them with a little extra material so they could do some homework <laughs> at home uh, and finish their watchdogs training. But uh, we're looking forward to getting some more stuff. Uh, talking to some people, uh, Atlantic Public Schools. Is uh, they're they're actually doing nine uh, pilot watchdog programs this year. Uh, okay. Very excited about that to see that get started up and uh, and just so much going on and uh, that's great. I, I'll I'll tell you I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff. Uh, looking forward to uh, some some new stuff. Um, getting ready to get going out in Utah also. So uh, a lot of stuff going on. Well, well that's right. I this would is... go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say this is going to be a, a really uh, exceptional fall for us because. Um, as you guys know, and, and many of the uh, uh, watchdog schools have already discovered, we did a, a total overhaul on our website, and uh, that is top to bottom, front to back. It is a completely new website, and so what's going to happen this fall is obviously a lot of folks have not been thinking about watchdogs this summer. They take a couple of months off and uh, you know do non-watchdog things, but when they start coming back in uh, the next couple of weeks, they're going to see a really slick website mm-hmm. um, that's going to just really showcase a lot of the great work that's going out there. It was really important to us, uh, really on that homepage, for us to be able to, 
uh, just show the great work that's going on out there with the educators and with the, the parents and with the kids. And we are literally, I mean, it, it's an embarrassment of riches as far as the Google alerts that we get <laughs> weekly, even during the summer of watchdog uh, news stories around the country. But, man, August, September, October, that stuff really starts kicking up. And we want to be able to put those on the website and let people see them. So if you're listening to this and you've been to the website, go back because it's different and, and click on You can spend 10, 15 minutes there just looking at the news stories that we put up there, exceptional ones. There's ones about a military man that uh, actually served as a virtual watchdog they Skyped him in, and he actually didn't just Skype in and say hi to the kids. He actually did some lessons and actually did some reading, if I'm not mistaken, to the kids. And it was just – it's a phenomenal story. you got to go check it out. Absolutely. And uh, and the thing, of course, I'm excited about the link directly to uh, Watch Dogs Radio. And the, yeah, man. Our near, nearly 100 podcasts now, Eric. Wow. Do you believe that? We're, we're, we're rounding in on 100. we got to come up with a party for that. Um, and the other said thing it would that last. Exactly. Well, you said anyway. I said it would last. No, I did not. Okay. Well, uh, our call in line. If you are listening to us live, and especially if you've caught the uh, the gist of what our program is about today, and you have some questions for our upcoming guest, our call in line is two one five three eight three three seven two eight. I'll say it again: two one five three eight three three seven two eight. The other thing, if you are listening to us and you have connections with a local radio station uh, we are putting together some new public service announcements that are uh, we're going to be able to get out there and promote the watchdogs program out there in your community so uh, i i other than that eric you got anything else before we bring our guest on no i'm excited about uh, i we see these folks literally every conference we go to that's the pta conference and non-pta conferences too but especially pta conferences um, they're a valued partner and valued supporter of PTA. Uh, you know, so a friend of our friend is our friend, and uh, we see these folks everywhere and with good reason because uh, they understand education, uh, they understand the needs of the schools and of, of PTA specifically. So, uh, yeah, let's let's cut to it. Let's do it. All right, let, let's roll. Well, I would like to uh, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio Mr. Elgin Allen, Jr., who is the president and CEO of Association Insurance Management, uh, more commonly known to PTAs as AIM. And AIM is a insurance organization that is very specific to the people that we deal with as well. So, Elgin, welcome to Watchdogs Radio. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Absolutely. Um, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, Eric, as you know, um, I was also down in Houston this weekend for the Texas Leadership right. Conference. How about those exhibit hours? Oh my goodness! Yeah, we uh, they they wanted to give us our money's worth. I think we went uh, what nine hours one day and like eleven the hours the next yeah. day or something. Nine, like that. nine hours on Friday and eleven hours on Saturday with no breaks. No, wow. you know at least they had good food around us that we could you yeah. know cut over and get a cup of coffee or a sandwich that helped. But you know the best thing about that is uh, you just get to spend more time with with good folks. Yeah, I really got I really got connected with the folks at the booths on either side of me, which was nice. But yeah, there was traffic almost the whole time, and of course, in between the workshops, they did a great job funneling everybody in there. And um, yeah, I, I, I definitely used my chair more than I have normally. I'm standing up, but you know, about six hours in, I'm thinking, yeah, I might just have a seat. <laughs> So wow. you guys uh, do a lot. Tell us about the scope of, of your work. And I know you have a, um, a, a very uh, uh, specific um, 
skill set or specific group, I'm not saying a product, I guess I want to say, that really helps PTAs and, and really helps, you know, school-based organizations. And, but also, I think you've kind of maybe got an interesting story on how you formed your company. So wherever you want to start, okay. uh, you know, please just kind of take us through what you want us to know about AIM. All right. All right. Um, well, the reason, the reason that uh, PTA started in insuring themselves is, um, you know, about 30 years ago, a PTA took some of its fundraising money and bought playground equipment for the school. And as you probably are, are imagining, uh, shortly after the playground equipment was completed, uh, a child got hurt and there was a lawsuit. And so that kind of was the, the catalyst or the impetus for PTA starting to uh, think about needing, uh, needing insurance. Okay. And at the t- at, in, in back in 1990, I was working for an insurance company, and the Texas, you know, I'm, I'm here in Dallas. At that time, I was in, in Austin, Texas, um, where the Texas uh, Association of Parent Teachers is located. And right. they came to the insurance company that I work for and wanted to, as a result of this playground incident, wanted to put together a, a general liability policy for all their local units. And the price tag, to ins- uh, Texas has about 2,800 local units in the state, and the price tag to uh, insure every PTA was several hundred thousand dollars. And sure. Texas PTA didn't have that kind of uh, extra money sitting around their budget. Uh, so the so the talks kind of talks kind of fell apart, and shortly after that, uh, I decided to leave the insurance company and start my own company, and had remembered that Texas PTA was looking for you know general liability policy for their units but couldn't afford to pay for everybody, and I found an insurance company that would offer uh, the coverage on an individual optional basis. Wow. Of course, Texas, Texas PTA thought that was great. And so back in 1990, we started offering general liability to PTAs in the state of Texas. And the first year, we insured about 250 uh, local PTAs in the state of Texas. Wow. And so I decided to get in the car, and I went to Oklahoma and talked to Oklahoma PTA. And um, they liked what I was doing in Texas and liked the, the, the policy that I had. And so we implemented it there. And, and over the years... Um, We've just partnered with, you know, one state after another, and today um, we partner with uh, 46 state uh, PTA associations, um, and we cover or write PTAs in uh, in all all 50 states. Wonderful. We're hoping soon to branch out to the um, uh, Caribbean and uh, and Europe. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, and and since. Since we started this, you know, the hot button uh, back then was general liability, protect uh, PTAs from 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 lawsuits. But since then, we've developed um, a, uh, a a DNO a directors and officers policy to cover their boards, um, an accident medical policy to pick up medical bills if somebody gets hurt in a bounce house, um, a property policy for all their personal property, and then probably, unfortunately, one of the most important coverages they buy from us is is, is uh, bond insurance. Mm-hmm. Right. Our most our most frequent claim used to be slips and falls under the general liability, but unfortunately today our most uh, frequent claim is 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 bond claims. Right. Um, it always seems like we can gauge the economy by uh, the the number of bond claims we have. So wow. And that would be for the for the for the uninitiated, a bond claim would be specifically 
have to do with internal misappropriation or uh, yeah someone someone internally uh, embezzling the money for their own use right right yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that's unfortunate. You know, and, and of course, uh, any organization, you put all the fail-safes that you can in place, you know, with uh, duplicate eyes on it and a couple of people that have to sign the checks and, and all those things that, that PTA does. But it's still, um, you know, you, you got to cover yourself. Call it a, a belt with suspenders, if you would. But, you know, <laughs> you you, you got to think about, you know, kind of what is it that I'm not catching and, and what yeah. is it that might slip by. And, and I think yeah, you're I right. The, yeah. Yeah, I did a workshop at National, and uh, one of the things I, I, I like to do is, and, and I probably had 100 people in my workshop. Yeah, that's great. And and we, I asked them to raise their hand if they'd ever had an issue with embezzlement in their PTA, and 90% of the room raised their hand. Wow. I said, keep your hand raised if it was over $10,000, and half the room still had their hand raised. My I word. Said, keep, I said, keep your hand raised if it's over $20,000. And about 10% of the room still had their hand raised. Well, what would your advice be, Elgin, if if you were, you know, speaking to a, a local unit president, um, just you know about exactly that? I mean, about you know covering themselves for liability, and you know what are maybe some of the things they they need to look for and be aware of? I mean, you mentioned you know kind of the scope of the policy and how you have kind of really. Uh, tailored it, you know, for PTA specifically, but but just in general, you know, uh, so a, a good housekeeping seal for a, a local unit president, something that you would, you know, you've got a lot of experience in this. So what what would your advice to them be, you know, as well, far as from, making sure yeah, they're from covered? The li- from the liability standpoint, liability standpoint, our our number one claim, our most frequent claim, is bounce houses. So if you're having, you know, if, you, if you're going to have a bounce house at a, at a carnival or an activity. Just make sure you don't get too many kids in there at one time. Just make sure that there's somebody there supervising the kids, making sure that they're not getting too too crazy. Um, and then from the bond side, you, you kind of touched on it or you hit the nail on the head. You really need to have your, your checks and balances in place. The, the, number one, um, the number one thing you can do to prevent embezzlement is have someone who is not a check signer looking at the bank statements every month. Right. Uh, as long as somebody knows, or typically if somebody knows that somebody else is watching what they're doing or they're looking over their shoulder, they're less likely to to be tempted to take money. Right, and and I'll I'll, I'll just tag this on, uh, just for general knowledge. You know, if you have somebody that is your treasurer, that is a uh, a responsible treasurer, they are begging to have as many eyes on those books as they can sure. for that reason, because they don't want there to be any you know misunderstandings, and if they make a mistake, they want it caught. So if you have a treasurer that sort of keeps all that stuff uh, to themselves and is really uh, hesitant to, you know, let other eyes look at it, that would probably, in my opinion, be a, a, a very good reason to take a really close look along the way. So unfortunately, it, it would. Yeah. So, well, so go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, if we have a listener that would like to call in and uh, and ask a question, our call in line once again is two one five three eight three three seven two eight. That's 215-383-3728. Our guest today is Mr. Elgin Allen, President and CEO of AIM, the primary insurance company for our PTAs throughout this great nation of ours. And uh, Elgin, one question that I had, and this kind of came up uh, in a conversation that, uh, that I was having with uh, one of your uh, salespeople is uh, we were talking about you know watchdogs and bringing you know watchdogs generally operate as the male engagement committee of the PTA and guys like 
toys and guys like to bring toys into buildings and things like that and guys tend to bring things with wheels in and the we wanted to kind of address that because that seems to be something that at least this was what I was told uh, that, that comes up that may need an additional rider or, or something along that line. Can you help me out with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys you guys are the, the founders or the creators of, um, you know, trying to get more dads involved in, in, in schools and in PTAs. And, and as you said, uh, you know, guys are just built a little different. And, and <laughs> they, 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 they like to, to bring out the monster trucks and the four-wheelers and things That's like right. that. Uh, so yes, if, if you're doing something like that, call us and let us, let us uh, uh, help you add a little additional insurance to make sure you have coverage. So let me ask you this: Typically, Elgin, and we want to make sure that we're telling our PTAs the right thing. As like Keith said, you know, we, we don't want watchdogs to come in. It's not even structured to be into a school as a standalone program. It either needs to be run. Well, first of all, the 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 the, the principal is always ultimately in control of any program that comes into the school, and, and that's our position, including the watchdog program. PTAs many times bring it in as their mail outreach program, but as long as watchdogs is just operating, you know, they're bringing the materials in, they're choosing leadership, they're monitoring those leaders, they're monitoring those um, volunteers. Is there typically any reason for a local unit to put a rider onto their um, current policy because they've just implemented another parent outreach program? No, no, not at all. So it typically Um, should just operate under that as long as they're maintaining control of it. Yeah, um, you know, one of the the benefits of our program is we've been doing this, this is our 25th year, and and over the years, we've kind of molded the policy to, to, you know, fit what PTAs do and cover the activities they have. So we get that question all the time. They come to us, they say, we're doing this, we're doing that. Do we need an extra rider? And the answer typically is no. Good. Well, we've been saying the right thing. We, we, we had advice that that was the right thing to say, and <laughs> we'll continue to do You know, we do encourage them to have, obviously, they need to have some sort of coverage, and I think national PTA makes that very uh, clear, and, and so the state uh, PTAs also make that very clear. And, and you all are, are certainly the provider of choice. Uh, you know, for those of you all uh, that have never attended a uh, – uh, a national PTA conference. AIM uh, are the rock stars. They're there, and they also put their money where their mouth is. They're they're huge uh, sponsors, uh, uh, if, if not top level, close to the very top level every time. And and I know they don't just do that at national, but they do that at a number of conferences. So, um, you know, like you, Elgin, we we consider PTA valuable partners, and and we feel like we have a lot to bring uh, to their success. And and we enjoy working with like-minded uh, individuals. So it's nice to see that you all have found a need in the market and you've addressed that and uh my golly that's a true american success story right there absolutely find the need to meet you. and elgin is a parent and as a pta member i want to say thank you for uh for all that you've done and all the support that you've given to pta but you know we're talking about pta but um you do more than that don't you elgin i mean i'm on the uh school board or the school foundation board here at our local school, um, we needed to reach out and get some insurance and in, in, uh, in contacted AIM as well. Um, can you tell us some other organizations or some other uh, outlets that you have besides just PTA? I mean, we know that's your, your stronghold, but there are other options as well, aren't there? Yeah, we're not, you know, as part of our, our PTA program, we also write a lot of uh, <clears throat> booster clubs. We haven't, haven't been as successful in... Um, marketing to booster clubs like we have PTAs because the PTAs we've 
we've worked through the state PTA associations and for booster clubs, uh, we've not really found an effective or they don't really uh, belong to an organization that we can we can reach out to them through. Um, but also, um, uh, for a long time, we've been, uh, because of our, our PTA program, have been working with public school districts here in Texas to uh, to handle all their commercial needs. We're ensuring their buildings and their buses and their school board liability and all those things. Now, if you have a, uh, if we have a, a local PTA unit uh, that's hearing this and and they haven't maybe you know heard before of, of you know you all, which I find that hard to believe, but maybe they haven't, or some school district, where would you want them to call or go to on the internet, Elgin, so they could find out information and talk to some of your representatives? Yeah, our our, our we have an eight a national eight hundred number. It's one eight hundred eight seven six four zero four four. Uh, so they can they can call that or they can go to our website, which is uh, www.aim-companies.com. Okay. So either Wonderful. one of those, or they're welcome to call me personally. Oh, that's call dangerous that now. I tell you what, you're you're <laughs> the owner of the company, and you're going to tell them to call you personally, man. That Absolutely. that's service right there, folks. You Absolutely. don't get that very often. <laughs> well, that was actually a discussion we had before we went on the air, and the one things I, one of the things I mentioned to Elgin was that you know when you're dealing with AIM, you're not dealing with a mega corporation. You're not dealing with a, a, a conglomerate or whatever. You know, you're calling and you're talking to Elgin. You're talking to uh, you know, somebody that you can have a personal relationship in that office. You, you've only, how many people do you have in the office, Elgin? Just, just a few, right? Well, we have 20 people. 20 people. And, you know, 20 th- people. This, isn't, this isn't like, you know, trying to file an auto insurance claim. This right. is, you know, people that you, you know and, and that you can have a, a relationship with. And, and that's one of the things that I appreciate so much about your organization. Well, I think that's why you've been successful with PTA because I had somebody, you know, tell me, uh, you know, I, uh, my relationship with PTA goes back, you know, a number of years as a parent. But when I came on to do this full time in 2008, I had, you know, somebody that had been with PTA a long time say, Eric, you know, everything in PTA is relationship based. Right. And 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 I understand that in business. You know, I spent you know 19 years in the publishing business, and that's true in every business, but it's different in PTA. It really is relationship based, and on, on a level that I'd never experienced before i mean this this are these are things that matter to people when we're talking about our kids um which is number one on every parent's list or should be and you know um yeah so you're out there man i mean he, he was there the whole time every workshop every <laughs> conference elgin does it every uh trade show he's he's got a lot of quality help a lot of uh of wonderful uh uh, people that that he's brought on to work beside him, but you, you'll always find him right there at the exhibit hall, you know, answering the questions firsthand. So a lot about the organization. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Elgin, thank you so much for joining us. We're uh, we're kind of winding down here. Is there uh, is there any final points that you'd like to uh, to give us? Any pitfalls or anything that uh, that you want to throw out there? I just I just want to thank you guys for having me. You're welcome. It's been All fun. Right. We, we certainly appreciate uh, appreciate your time. All right. So uh, once again, Elgin Allen Jr., who is the president and CEO of AIM, in, uh, AIM, which is Association Insurance Management out of Dallas, Texas, uh, the primary insurance provider for PTAs, uh, parent-teacher associations, uh, and as we're hearing, some uh, booster clubs and uh, and even school districts across our great country. So once again, Elgin, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you.
All right. Well, Eric, as we're winding down here, uh, I know you've got a, a full schedule coming up. We've got about a minute and a half left here. Uh, anything you want to throw at us in the last few minutes here? No, just great show as always, Keith. Great job. Chris, appreciate you. Chris and I am in the Springdale office today, so he and I are about 12 feet apart, but there's a wall between us. We're in our separate offices, but we're going to be catching up today and uh, at least one more day this week before I head off to New York. But I know you've got some travel, and we just have a lot of great opportunities we're really grateful for, and we just you know, thank all of the schools that do this work to, to make this program work, and without you, it simply would not work. So, uh don't forget to call our office, 888-540-DOGS, or go to our website, www.fathers.com forward slash watchdogs. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Watchdogs Radio, or uh, what is it? What's yours, Eric? I'm E underscore Snow at Twitter. You caught me off guard. Yeah, you can find yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> East Snow Watchdogs, I believe it is. But uh, you, you can Dogs. certainly Thank catch you. us yeah, on yeah. Uh, on Facebook. And definitely, please, join our Facebook page. And uh, we're, we're just getting a tremendous amount of stuff from all over the country. And as schools start to jump back into session, we're going to be seeing a lot more traction uh, going on that facebook page as well now i'm looking forward to next week our guest is going to be uh, frederick nolan frederick as far as i know is the only full-time watchdogs coordinator outside of the watchdogs organization so uh that's going to be kind of interesting and he is with the jackson mississippi school board uh school district so uh he will be joining us next week so we'll be looking forward to that so guys it's always a pleasure take care and remember The only schools that don't have a watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about it. Join us next week. Thanks for your time.